The Shorter Catechism begins by declaring that the chief purpose of our lives is to find endless holiness and happiness in God. Hello, this is Pastor James. Join me as I go through the Westminster Shorter Catechism week by week, unpacking what it means for us to be holy and happy. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 2, when the Apostle Paul addresses the children in Ephesus to honor their fathers and their mothers, he reminds them that the fifth commandment is the first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with them and that they may live long in the land. In Old Testament Israel, mistreating one's parents through neglect or insult was considered a very serious offense that was punishable by death. In Exodus chapter 21, verses 15 and 17, for instance, we read, Whoever strikes his father or his mother shall be put to death. Whoever curses his father or his mother shall be put to death. The son who willfully dishonors his parents will not live long in the land because he shall be put to death for his offense. Consequently, the converse is true also. The son who honors his parents and treats them with respect and kindness can expect to enjoy a long and fruitful life in the land and in the company of his parents and of his countrymen. As we have learned, the fifth commandment does not only apply to our relationship with our parents, but also to all others. We owe honor and respect to all people according to our relationship with them, whether as superiors, subordinates, or peers. In all of these relationships, also, the promise is applicable. There is a practical benefit of being at peace with others. A life full of conflict and threats is avoided by a deliberate and God-glorifying resolve to treat others with honor and respect. Question 66 asks, What is the reason annexed to the fifth commandment? Answer, the reason annexed to the fifth commandment is a promise of long life and prosperity as far as it shall serve for God's glory and their own good, to all such as keep this commandment. If we want to think of a biblical example in which a son forfeits this promise of long life and prosperity, we need not look further than the first few pages of the book of Genesis. Adam was God's son, and he had the privilege and duty to honor God and to obey Him as His Father. The promise to Him was unending blessedness, an everlasting life of holiness and happiness if He would but obey the Lord's command not to eat of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Unfortunately, Adam sinned and fell, taking all of his descendants with him 
in his fall from grace. As a result, he and his wife were banished from God's paradise garden. They had forfeited God's promise. Thankfully, another son, the Lord Jesus Christ, has come for us. He has come in complete obedience to the Father. The Apostle Paul describes Christ's obedience in this way. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. The author of the book of Hebrews writes that it was fitting that God, for whom and by whom all things exist, in bringing many sons to glory, should make the founder of their salvation, Jesus, perfect through suffering. Jesus, the Son of God, endured suffering and the cross in order that many sons might be brought to glory, that is, to God's eternal paradise garden. While the promise of long life and prosperity on earth is something that all who keep the fifth commandment can expect, as far as it shall serve for God's glory and their own good, the ultimate hope of life and prosperity that Christians have in Christ is that which we will enjoy in glory. On the day when our Lord returns, He will take us all with Him into God's new paradise garden, there forever to live in holiness and happiness. This program was brought to you by Pilgrim Community Church, a confessional Presbyterian church that meets in Cubao, Quezon City. For more information, please visit our website at pilgrimcommunity.church.